Are you looking to make money from smoking? No, neither am I. But if you hold a well-balanced investment portfolio, chances are you may have some of your money invested in tobacco companies or petrochemical companies without you knowing it. In this episode, we talk about the basics of ethical investing, or ESG investing as it's sometimes called, and we get further into detail about whether there's any passive investment options for those looking to invest ethically. If you enjoy the episode, don't forget to subscribe for our future updates and leave us a review on your podcast listening platform of choice. Let's jump straight in. Welcome to the Medics Money Podcast. My name is Dr. Tommy Perkins and I'm a GP. And my name is Dr. Ed Cantelo, a GP, but also a chartered accountant and a chartered tax advisor. And yes, you did hear that right. Not only is Ed a doctor, he's also a chartered accountant and a tax advisor. Medics Money empowers doctors and other professionals like you to make better financial decisions. So Guy, today we're going to be talking about uh, investing ethically, um, which is something that I'm really interested in, having read your articles on the Medics Money blog. But uh, before we get into ethical investing, I wondered if you could just tell our listeners a bit about why they might even be considering investing at all. Yeah, good question. Um, So we've spoken before about how it's really important to build a solid financial plan. Um, And when doctors create a well thought out strategy for their money, and as they advance through their careers, it's normal for them to have surplus money um, over time. Now, surplus money builds savings, uh, but the enemy of savings is inflation. Um, And we've spoken a little bit about that before as well. So inflation is the rate at which the cost of things increase um, and the government measure it. Uh, You might see news reports about consumer consumer price inflation, um, which is typically about one or two percent. In fact, the government tries to target it at no more than or no less than about two percent. So that means that the rate at which things get more expensive is about 2% a year. Well, if you are holding your money in the bank, you'll be getting 1% or less interest. So that means that the money that you're saving is losing value each and every year. Um, And that's a really bad thing. Over over time, you're going to be losing money and it defeats the object of making savings. Um, So how do you overcome that? You can invest. Uh, investments have the potential to grow by a rate that's higher than inflation. Uh, if prices rise by 2% but your investment grows by 3%, then that's real growth. And that is why people invest. Yeah. Um, and I think that might be a new concept to uh, lots of people in general, that actually by doing what your mum and dad told you to and putting all your money in the bank and keeping it safe in the bank, it could actually be losing value because of this super low interest rate environment that we find ourselves in currently um, and the inflation effectively eroding the value. So, okay, so we can't leave all our money in cash. Uh, we, we might leave some and the sound financial plan would definitely involve leaving some of your money in cash, but you've got this spare cash and you don't want to see it effectively wasting away so we want to start investing it so where would we even start with that okay so to start investing first of all you need to understand what your time scale for investment is what your objectives for the money are uh, what your attitude to investment risk is Um, so then you can think about how or what it is that you should be invested in Um, when you invest you're generally investing in companies Um, so at a simple level if you invest in the stock market if you buy shares then you're buying shares in companies and a share of a company is literally a share of its value and a share of its future potential profits 
Um, or if you invest in the corporate bond market, then you're lending to companies. Uh, you're hoping that they pay you back the money that you've lent to them plus interest um, at usually a much better rate than you can get in the bank. Um, and there are other asset classes as well. Um, there's commercial property, commodities, alternatives, but the principle is the same. You're investing ultimately in the performance of different companies um, to try to beat inflation. Great. And um, so I'm a doctor and I've got some money ready to go and uh, I invest, I want to invest in some stocks and shares. And I might do that via um, a fund, which is a collection of shares, essentially. So that helps to spread the risk. So I remember when I first read your ethical investing article on the Medics Money blog last year, and uh, you specifically mentioned doctors might not want to profit from tobacco companies or oil companies. Um, yeah. And that's what ethical investing does. So can you tell us a bit more about investing ethically? Yeah, sure. Um, I just want to quickly touch on your, your fund comment, because you're absolutely right. Uh, investing in uh, one thing is quite dangerous. It's important to diversify. It's important to invest in lots of different things. Um, and that's where funds can come into play, where they invest in lots of different investments in one place so that you can spread your risk effectively. Um, but when you think about ethical investing specifically, so traditionally, ethical investing was about focusing not just on the profits of companies, but where they come from. Um, so in beer, a good example is Imperial Brands. Imperial Brands are a company that sells cigarettes. They make money from addiction, from poor health, from early death. Um, and a lot of my doctor clients don't want to make money from those things for perfectly understandable reasons. Um, but yeah, there are other less obvious examples as well. There are companies with exploitative working practices, poor environmental records, carbon intensive industries. Ethical investing at a simple level screens out those companies. So you're not investing in something that's harmful for society, for the planet, for, for people in general. Um, what's changed in recent years, though, is that ethical investing has become more than that. It's also become about looking for companies that are doing good, that are making positive change. Um, so, for example, companies that promote energy efficiency, uh, companies that are involved in renewable energy or water preservation or improving the way that things are done. Um, there's some really interesting companies working in the healthcare space who are trying to use artificial intelligence to speed up the rate at which medicines and, and things can be produced, um, to have uh, lower rates of testing that's done on those things because it's all done in, the, in sort of a, an artificial intelligence environment. Um, and those things can be really good for everyone, uh, good for the companies that are doing that because they can be very profitable, um, better for society and the planet. Um, so, yeah, companies that do that sort of thing can, can fit very well in an ethical portfolio as well. I mean, that sounds really good. And, um, you know, there might be some doctors out there, and I include myself in this category, who hold a well-diversified uh portfolio consisting of mainly well-diversified funds. And you might not realize that you're holding these uh, non-ethical investments. So one of the funds that I hold, when I read your article, I, I went through the fund fact sheet and realized that I actually they actually held about 4.2% of their shares in Philip Morris, uh, which is a big mm. tobacco brand. And I was a bit horrified about that. So cleaning up your portfolio is 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 you know, can be a bit tricky to do. But you talked a bit about risk. I mean, is investing in these ethical companies any more risky uh, than conventional investing? There's no reason for it to be, no. Um, I mean, an ethical fund will screen out certain sectors, um, but it still has a significant uh, universe of stocks and investments that it can invest in. Um, and a good ethical fund manager will manage the risk within the portfolio by diversifying within the different areas that, that he or she wants to invest in. Um, so there's no reason for ethical investment, investing to be more risky than traditional investing at all. 
Okay, I mean, you're really starting to convince me, and uh, I'm, I may have to investigate cleaning up my own portfolio. But uh, uh-huh. one thing that uh, I wanted to touch on is the difference between active and passive investments. And does investing ethically restrict you to investing in actively managed funds? Yeah, it's another good question because that's something that's really come to the fore recently. But um, so just to explain the difference between passive and active. Um, as an example, think about the FTSE 100. A lot of people will be familiar with that. It's what's quoted in the news is going up or down on a given day. The FTSE 100 is the 100 biggest companies listed on the London Stock Exchange. Um, now, an active approach to investing in the FTSE 100 would be to look at all of those 100 companies and then try to decide which ones were going to grow the most, which ones were going to have the best profits effectively. So an active manager will say, I'm going to invest in you know, these companies, but not these companies within the FTSE 100 space. A passive manager doesn't do that. A passive manager or passive fund just invests in all of them. So proportionate to the size of the company, you buy the entire FTSE 100 index. And you'll, you'll see FTSE 100 trackers listed as an option to buy. Um, now, the advantage of a passive approach is that it's cheaper because you don't need to think, you just need to buy everything. Um, so it's much cheaper to invest in a passive way. But of course, the disadvantage is that you're um, investing in everything. And so traditionally, that hasn't really worked from an ethical perspective. I mean, using the FTSE 100 as an example, the FTSE 100 contains some companies that would fit ethical criteria, but it also contains BP and Shell and Imperial brands that I mentioned earlier, companies that ethical investors wouldn't want to invest in. So traditionally, ethical investment meant active investment. It meant making decisions about what you invested in. Um, More recently, some companies have tried to launch ethical trackers. And ethical trackers work in a sort of a tracker style, but with excluded companies knocked out. It's sort of a halfway house because you're investing in everything that doesn't um, get screened out, but you're not making active decisions over which companies you invest in. So I guess that's a very long-winded way of saying that you can now sort of invest in a passive way with ethical investments. I'm not convinced you always should do. I think there's an argument for active styles um, in a lot of cases. Um, But yes, it's possible. Yeah, I mean, that's really good to hear. Um, I have active and uh, passive investments in my portfolio, Mm -hmm. but uh, I I never really considered that you could have a passive tracker that was ethical. So that's something I definitely need to uh, look into. So I guess... um, one thing that you mentioned there is the cost of investing and, and minimizing the cost of investing is, um, is important. Is it more expensive to invest in an ethical way? It shouldn't be. Um, so remember, when you're talking about the cost of investment, there's the cost of the actual products themselves and then there's cost of the advice that sits around them. Um, from my perspective as an advisor, I charge exactly the same for advice whether I'm going to advise someone to invest ethically or in a traditional way. Um, and the investments themselves aren't usually any different in price. Um, they sometimes can be, so if, you, if you're comparing a pure sort of traditional tracker approach to an, an actively managed ethical approach, then the ethical approach will be a little bit more expensive. Um, but there's no reason for there to be a big difference in portfolio cost. So I guess what I'm saying is not really, not, not, there's no reason why it should be more expensive. Okay. And we've discussed a few sort of scenarios um, in terms of what, you know, what constitutes ethical. For example, I might, I might be happy to invest in oil, uh, mm-hmm. but I might not be happy to invest in tobacco. Another doctor might not want to invest in oil or tobacco. Um, how can you accommodate people's opinions within their portfolio? 
Yeah, so there are different layers of um, of ethicalness, of, of responsibleness within within ethical, within ethical type type investments. Um, some people talk about lighter green and darker green investments. Lighter green being you know, slightly less ethically screened, darker green being excluding more things. Um, but there are also propositions coming to the fore, companies that are looking to to produce this sort of investment style for people, where they will allow people to influence their own investment preferences on the portfolios themselves. So some companies will now produce ethical questionnaires whereby you can complete in detail what it is that your preferences are. You know, I like or don't like pharmaceuticals. Uh, I like or don't like um, you know, energy stocks, that sort of thing. Um, and you can kind of uh, guide the portfolio management yourself. Um, it's something that that can introduce extra cost. Coming back to the cost point, um, if you want to be quite hands on with the way the manager is going to manage your money, then that can involve extra costs. So it's not for everyone. Um, but yeah, it's, it's possible to be quite bespoke. Yeah, I mean, that's so you can accommodate a wide range of uh, views, which is uh, yeah. which is really good. Um, okay, and um, the stock market's been quite turbulent recently, and probably by the time we put this out, something else will have happened in the stock market. <laughs> but um, how have ethical investments fared in the recent stock market downturn and subsequent bounce in a lot of cases, they have done better than traditional investments. Um, so, for example, you know, the, the recent stock market turmoil has been driven uh, partly by what happened with the oil price. So, you know, the world went into lockdown. People weren't traveling around or flying around anymore. The oil price fell massively because it just wasn't demand for it. People weren't um, doing the things that would normally burn oil. Um, the oil price actually went negative for a period of time. That meant that because storage capacity had all been used up and oil was still being pumped out of the ground around the world, people were actually paying you to take oil off their hands because they just needed someone to give it to. Um, that's something that we have never seen before and, and may never see, see again. But of course, from the perspective of an oil company, it was dreadful for profits. Um, so those companies have done particularly badly with what we've been through. Um, and there are other examples as well of um, companies that, that have done particularly poorly. Um, that wouldn't naturally sit within an ethical portfolio. Uh, by contrast, the companies that have done well recently, I mean, we're talking right now on Zoom. Um, Zoom is a company that most people hadn't heard of six months ago. Um, its share price has done spectacularly well in the last few months because, of course, everyone's been aware of it and using it. And, and the, the question is, can they turn that into kind of an ongoing profit stream? But, um, but yes, that's an example of the sort of company that's done better and that perhaps would fit within an ethical portfolio because it's about a connected technology, you know, uh, remote working, low carbon, et cetera. Um, so there's been a lot of examples of companies doing better through the recent turmoil if they are also the sort of companies that might fit within an ethical portfolio. It's not a black and white, but that's a, a guide. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, yeah, definitely not holding oil stocks recently would have been advantageous. Um, and so, um, you know, how much uh, money do does a doctor need to get started in this ethical investing? Um, the answer is probably not as much as you think. Um, so, an ethical investment can start off um, you know, saving on a regular basis for I don't know, perhaps um, you know, one or two hundred pounds a month is is enough as a starting point. Um, that, that's enough to access something that is sufficiently diverse and sufficiently risk judged. Um, and yeah, anything above that, really. So, yeah, it, it's accessible for, for most people, I would think. 
Absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, the message with investing is that uh, the longer you do it for, the better, really, primarily because of compounding. So, you know, even if it seems like uh, you don't, you know, there's not not much point starting, just start early, you'll never regret that. Um, Okay, so um, take me through the process if a doctor was to approach you um, about uh, starting an investment portfolio or an ethical investment portfolio. I mean, what is the process? So the first thing that I would look to understand with every new client is that uh, to, to understand their financial position. So it's back to the basics that we've spoken about before, income, expenditure, making sure that they have the foundations in place. Because before you have those foundations, you, you shouldn't invest. Uh, but once they have, then I'd look to understand their objectives, their timescale, their attitude to risk um, and their views on what is what is ethical to them, what, what's important about not uh, not investing in um, and, and what, what areas they perhaps might like to invest in. Uh, from there, I'll look to construct a portfolio that uh, matches all the things that they've told me. Um, I'll put that together and present it to them. Uh, and then if they're happy, we'll put it into practice. Yeah, I mean, that sounds super straightforward. And, you know, that pro- process of constructing the portfolio is essential so that you get everything, your risk tolerance and everything else mm-hmm. right. Um, okay, great. Um, now, with your crystal ball, I'm not going to ask you to forecast the stock market, but where do you see the future for um, ESG investing, ethical, um, social and governance, ethical investing? Yeah, um, so I think I think the future in the medium to long term is incredibly bright uh, because I think that the, the sort of investments that are now favoured by this style of investing are the sort of things that are going to be good for the world in future. Um, and are therefore the sort of things that will be uh, profitable in future. So, for example, um, I was reading quite recently about the fact that uh, renewable energy in the first quarter of, of, of 2020, renewable energy was the one biggest uh, energy source for the UK um, for the first quarter. Um, that's never happened before. And it's partly due to lockdown, but it's partly due to an acceleration of um, having renewable energy sources. Um, and those sort of things are generating more energy and therefore more money um, than than traditional fossil fuels. Um, we've seen in, in the recent weeks that people are starting to remote work more, to use more connected technology. So companies that provide those services, I think, will become the future more and more. Um, and generally, you know, the, the, the pressure from governments and companies and above all consumers is to have things that are, you know, they want to, to give their money to things that are going to be good for society, for the planet. We see it all over the place. So companies that are providing those solutions and those services are likely to be the ones that are successful in future. So ethical investing isn't just about kind of a moralistic standpoint. It's about a what is most likely to make money in the medium to long term standpoint as well. I, I firmly believe that. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you can be ethical and make money at the same time. Okay. Amazing. Um, Okay, great. Well, that was really interesting. Um, Investing and especially ethical investing is something that I'm very interested. I mean, uh, let's wrap it up now with a couple of take homes um, for those doctors that are listening today. Okay. Uh, I think one important thing to say is that whenever you make investments, you are taking risk uh, and advisors like me can help you understand risk and to to take the right amount of risk for your circumstances. But risk is always prevalent. Um, You you can can lose money with investments. Um, So that's something that we should talk about um, on an individual level. Um, But the final thing is, and you just said it yourself, Tommy, can you make money from ethical investments? Can you still make money while being ethical? 
Absolutely. Um, there's no reason for investing with a conscience to be any less worthwhile, any less profitable than traditional styles of investment. Um, I think it's a great time to be to be in this area. Absolutely. Well, thanks very much for that. It was really informative as always. And um, as I say, uh, well, last time you wrote your blog, I checked out my own portfolio and I was pretty surprised to see some of my funds were holding tobacco stocks. So yeah. if you are a doctor and you already have uh, some investments, just have a little look at what you're holding because uh, it was a surprise to me. Okay, great. Thanks for um, all of that, Guy. Um, so if people uh, want to get hold of you to talk about ethical investing or anything related to doctor's finances where's the best place to get hold of you uh, via medics money um, medics money is an excellent source for financial advisors like me um, you can read reviews from real doctors who have worked with me before and um, comment on my services and yeah uh, that's the place to go absolutely all right well thanks very much guy um, pleasure catching up with you today and hopefully uh, talk to you again soon thank you very much